0: Man, you're getting killed out there. <sighs> Tell me about it. I feel like Rocky after 15 rounds with Apollo Creed. Speaking of Rocky, did you know that Sylvester Stallone wrote the first draft of the movie in only like three days? Did you know that Sylvester Stallone permanently flattened out his knuckles from punching the side of beef?
1: What about Burgess Meredith? He had lived his line in the audition, which landed him the role of Mickey.
0: Or that a destitute Sylvester Stallone turned down $350,000 because the studio didn't want him starring in it? <gasps> well, You can find this out and much, much more by listening to Rocky Minute, the fan podcast that covers the Rocky movies one minute at a time. You can find us on DuelingGenre.com. Now get back out there and knock this bum out. Dueling Genre.
1: Welcome back to Spider Man Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze and celebrate the movie Spider Man. One heartfelt confession,
0: minute at a time. I'm Zach Luna. Mm. I'm Scott Corelli. I I feel like I feel like you should have said confessional. Then we could oh. use that as a, <sighs> as like a transition into Spider Man Two. Uh, it was right there. for uh, confessional. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Oh well. Maybe, Hi, John. We consul- Maybe we've consulted on these.
1: Yes, John is here. John's here again. Hi, guys. <laughs> Hi.
0: <laughs> Welcome back.
1: Welcome back for another minute. Uh, this minute being number 113, uh, the confessional minute, which begins in a hug with MJ as Peter says it's been so hard without him and ends with uh, MJ saying, who makes me feel like I'm more than I ever thought I could be? Mm-hmm. Did I get that right? It's kind of a Word eh, salad, close yeah, enough.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, you, uh, uh, before we get into hit her little monologue, um, yeah. <laughs> I I wanna I wanna really I just I really wanna analyze this line. <laughs> it's been so hard without him. Um, okay, a mm. uh, couple of things. Yes. One, all of the hard things that have happened to you have only happened because he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> So if he was around, I, I, everything would be different than it is. Right? Uh, right yeah. I, like I like it. Just there's the two things are so intertwined that is. I feel like it's a weird thing to say. I don't know. Oh, he, yeah, he
2: could have said, "It's been really hard. He, his dying really screwed everything up." <laughs> yeah and he could have killed all the words with once one line there.
0: <laughs> right
2: but but yeah it, it's it's a weird line I I balked at it too I was like what is, what is that line it's kind of a strange thing to say yeah. I mean I'm not sure how true it is is it true I mean I'm trying to think of course it has been of course I'm not going to tell a guy who lost his uncle that it hasn't been hard of course it's been hard, right, Peter yeah. I'm not saying yeah. that um, Life is hard. But it does seem like everything's been kind of okay. That the, the stuff that's hard is like Spider-Man stuff, <laughs> not not right. Peter yeah. stuff quite as much. And I don't know, but I guess uh, there was a line I did see in a draft. I don't know which draft of the script I was looking at, but um, uh-huh. where she where she says her line, and then he goes, "Yep, he was a beautiful guy." Yeah, that's this. I was like, "This makes you sound like you're kind of some kind of '80s yuppie. Like you're gonna snort, yeah. you know, sniff a little bit from doing coke five minutes ago." Hey, right. he's a beautiful guy, beautiful guy, he's a beautiful guy. Uncle I, Ben, solid. yeah. It's
0: after it's after she says, "You must miss him so much," and he says, "He was a beautiful guy."
1: <laughs> what a weird, God, I wish really weird. I wish I had known about that line before I wrote down my adjective for the intro on this minute. Because boy. One a beautiful guy minute <laughs> at a time is <laughs> much more my speed. That's ridiculous. Um, it's it's almost it feels like the line the heart bit so hard line almost feels like yeah no like uh, with my sister's illness or something it's been really hard without my dad around but it's it's like there should be a separate issue a, like that's not literally him being missing that makes it hard it's it's right. um it's like a tautology or something like. Yeah, it's hard because it he wasn't there, Peter. Like, yeah. <laughs> it would have been but, hard. But
0: well, because it's because the pro- the problem is that he's only Spider Man because his uncle hasn't been around, mm-hmm. right? But even if he became Spider Man, like even if Uncle Uncle Ben hadn't died and he became Spider Man anyway. He yeah. still wouldn't tell his uncle, so that part of it doesn't make it any easier. And in fact, it might have even complicated things even more yeah. because Uncle Ben seemed to be the kind of person who got he mixed in a little bit more than Aunt May does.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So uh, I don't know. Like I yeah, it's been hard because you miss your uncle, but I don't I don't know that things have been harder because he's not around. I yeah, think they would have been him. hard regardless. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: it's it's been hard it's I guess fine I guess it's just yeah. cause it's saying the same thing twice that it makes me question it like it mm-hmm. it's almost like somebody saying uh like um oh yeah everything's fine no it's totally fine like I definitely think things are not fine if they say that and so the fact that he's like repeating the yeah yo it's you know you must miss, miss him so much it's really hard and also well without him you know it's it's it, it, it just a weird line and I don't want it I don't want it I want a different one. <laughs> I could say that, that about some other lines in this uh, <laughs> yeah, minute. yeah. yeah it might be a recurring theme this week yeah.
0: so 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 MJ has this has this speech and yeah I okay so before we talk about the speech itself okay I want to give credit where credits due mm-hmm. in that I think Kirsten Dunst is selling the hell out of this speech yes, yes. even if the dialogue isn't great she's doing an admirable job yeah. making me believe that it is
1: yeah. <laughs> it's Ooh. sort of the counterpoint to their weird uh hospital conversation where mm-hmm. toby was being so like honest and vulnerable there that we can kind of whistle past how just ridiculous that conversation is here mm-hmm. she's being so present and open that i i don't really care that she's not real good at putting things into words right now i don't like Mm like i i she almost makes me believe that mj would say these things even though nobody says words this way right
2: i'm with you on the almost part because i don't (laughs) i i think kirsten Dunst is great lover yeah Uh, so i think she's one of our best actors right now Mm -hmm. especially she you know she's grown into that i don't know if she really was back then but she's doing a fine job in this minute yeah trying to sell this jalopy of a idea to to me, but I don't, I'm still seeing the jalopy. I'm not buying (laughs) the things that she's saying. I'm not really thinking, you know, and and maybe if the dialogue had been written better, it would have hit home a little bit more for me Yeah. to where I'd say, Mm -hmm. cool, this was the right time for all this to come out. But the way it comes out, the things she's saying, I don't buy that she's saying these things yet still. Mm -mm. And I get what they're trying to get. They're trying to get to this moment uh, where there's this decision, but I'm not sure that that decision couldn't have been made based on a subtler sort of idea between the two of them, as opposed to this big, huge confession of uh, when I was dying, I just wanted to see her face. I'm like, I, I've never believed it. I've always thought that seems too much. I, I, here's I don't know. The, he, yeah.
0: here, here's, here's what I think they should have done. Okay. Um, and far be it from me to, uh, you know. Uh, yeah,
1: you can try yeah, to
0: try to fix this, but, yeah. <laughs> but here, here's the thing. So there's a line that's deleted here. And oh. I actually think the line that they cut is the only line they need in this oh. entire monologue. Oh. Because they cut a bit where MJ says, "Sometimes you have to go to the edge of your life to find out that the thing you want was right next door." Oh. And if you if if you cut everything else and just had her say that. Yeah. I feel like this is better, including Mm. the stuff later where she says that she loves him and and is in love with him and everything else, which we 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 don't uh, I don't think we get to here, really. But but all of that stuff, you cut all of it. And all she says is that. I feel like it it would play better. Now, when you Mm. read it in the script, the line feels way overwritten. Oh sure. With with everything else, and I can see why they cut it out because they're like, ah, oh, we don't need that. It just sums up what she already said. But they should have just kept the sums up and yeah. removed yeah. everything else. It's
2: like That's a good thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. how about take how about take the thing that sums up everything and throw away the big fatty dialogue <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> right. too overwrought. Like,
1: like looking right. at an essay and going like, oh, that conclusion there. Hmm. Yeah, no, that conclusion that really just <laughs> yeah. like brought everything. You together. You kind of you
0: know, already just said that through the whole that. essay. Yeah, you already just said get that. rid of the conclusion. We referenced
1: we that it. sort of stuff in the intro, and then we backed it up, so we don't need it here. Like, it's just-
2: <laughs> See, I mean, that line. You're right. It's on paper. It sounds a bit much. To be honest, mm-hmm. it sounds like if you were to you know do one of those fan edit you know trailers where you turn Spider-Man into a romantic comedy, that would right. be the tagline, right? <laughs> um, but that's okay because I think if you create a scene around that line that it, mm-hmm. it's organic, it would have been perfect. And I think that right yeah. here, they're both – he's talking about the, the vulnerability having lost something and, and you know, obviously that implies that he's seeking something more. Like somebody yeah. else to look to, something else to love, whatever. And right. she could give that as a bit of advice but – it's. I mean, what I really want to talk about in this minute and actually for the whole week, uh, just to sidetrack (laughs) for one moment is how much I despise, how much I'm turned off by people speaking their minds so explicitly. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) talk around what you mean. And that's such a more, that's much more interesting dialogue always. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. if she tells him how she feels in the guise of giving him advice, (laughs) like giving Mm -hmm. him life advice. Yeah. That's more organic. It has and it's more impactful. And we walk out of the movie still saying, "Well, we know how t- he feels. We know how Peter feels about her. Yeah, there's no yeah. disguising that.
0: But also, now we know also, that
2: she feels something for him. But yeah. it's not all right there, hanging out on the surface. And then the next movie we pick up and and right. move from there. But to me, yeah. it's all a little bit too heavy here. It's too heavy handed. Mm-hmm.
1: I also feel like the cut line feels more genuinely like a. The way a teenager might phrase things, you know, even even though it's a little clunky, like mm-hmm. a, a teenager trying to like say something obliquely, or uh, you know, uh, turn it into like a uh, or just
0: to be completely honest, the way the teenagers in this movie talk. There you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah which, is, which is which is which is fine. Like they've set up a way that people talk in this movie. That's a little and, mannered. Yeah, and, it, and yeah, and it's it's just it's a little. It's a little overdone. It's a little bit of a movie talk. But you just sort of like that's the world that this movie, these series of movies exists in. Mm -hmm. So it's fine. Like she could say something like that and it will play fine. But then when she's like, like John is saying, when she's explicitly telling Peter her feelings out loud, it's it's just it's too much. It's too much. It's too much. But but I will say this. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that we talked about with this movie, John, earlier, we, we came to sort of a revelation about, um, I don't know, what was that, 20, 20 minutes ago, something mm-hmm. like that, yeah. uh, where we came to the revelation that the MacGuffin of this movie is Peter's P- Peter's love for MJ. Like he wants to like get her, gain her love. Like that's what he wants this whole movie, mm-hmm. and then in the end, it's kind of doesn't. It doesn't really matter, like because he learns another lesson and he lets yeah. that MacGuffin go, um, and and so I I don't know. I, I think there's there's something uh, to a certain extent. I I feel like he's getting the MacGuffin right now, um, <laughs> and, and they're sort of like overdoing it a little bit. To sort of like hammer home like, no, 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 she really does like him. I know how unbelievable that is because, you know, out of his league, I guess, or whatever. But like, (laughs) but 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 like, no, seriously, she really does like him a lot. Um, But it's I it's just it's I understand that from a MacGuffin standpoint, the fact that he's kind of like going to be turning her down Mm -hmm. um, later this week is important Mm -hmm. and that he's choosing another path and so and we have to
1: really set it up learning. that it's an option but right
0: right but it, but it's but it's overdone it's it's yeah. it is still overdone well, regardless
2: here's, here's where i you might get a little insight into what kind of a writer i am or how i think mm. about film like how i would like to see something like this handled i yeah. would much rather him not know how to handle this moment than mm-hmm. Handle it. He handles it very well, and just shuts it down. and And I think that that's thematically big enough that it could have been it's been saved for the next movie. Now, of course, I'm, in, mm. I, I'm, you know, maybe they didn't the know movie. about a next movie, you know, at the time. Right. You know, I get it, right. and I'm not saying that what I'm saying is right. I'm saying that from my vantage point here, having seen all these movies and now looking at this one very closely, I would much rather her give you know she's the much more together girl so to speak with quotation marks around it she knows more about you know like she's less socially awkward she's been mm-hmm. in relationships with guys she yeah. so she throws an implicit an implicit line like hey maybe what you need is next door and he goes yeah. uh, I don't, he doesn't know what to do with that <laughs> you know yeah. i don't know what he would say exactly but it's more like a, yeah. yeah well i don't know how to handle this moment that would be very in character to me, because mm-hmm. he's we're yeah. still awkward teenagers, and right. while he's grown as an adult as Spider Man as Peter Parker, he's still an awkward teenager. To me, when right. she throws these lines at him, first of all, I don't think Toby, I don't know if you guys feel this way. I don't know what he knew what to do. Toby Maguire mm-hmm. in the scene, I don't know what he's doing in there. He just kind of goes, "Duh, go ahead," you right. know. And, and I don't get anything from his performance. And I might be being a little harsh about it, but I'm like, I'm not sure if he knew what to do with this dialogue. I would. <laughs>
1: I feel like if I'm being, like, extra charitable, it's like he's almost um, not letting himself, like, think it is what he hopes it is. Like, he's holding himself back there. But, sure. like, that's, like, to, maybe two levels too
2: far for this type of interaction. Maybe like, maybe not. Maybe that is it. Yeah. You know? But to, yeah. I don't know. There's something a little empty. Like, she. I guess it's because what what it comes down to is everything she's saying doesn't work for me. So I'm probably not going to like anything else that's going on in the scene. <laughs> that's <laughs> sure. yeah. So I can't well, be as charitable, I guess.
1: That thing again, mm-hmm. where you don't have to make all of your subtext text. Like exactly. I, I get, I get the impulse, especially at the, like the end of something, where like a, a revelation or whatever. I, I I understand that impulse, but like this moment, especially, uh, it's almost as if she's like presenting a case like this is a legal argument like well Mm -hmm. here's reasons why i really do like you where i i decided i really you know am aware of it like here's all the evidence exhibit a audience yeah like Uh, we don't i don't need that (laughs) if we've been on this journey with them together you know you don't need to spell all that out you just need to acknowledge it and a line like you know i i almost had to die in order to realize what i what i was really looking for was right here or however they said it, uh, will will get us there because we've been watching the same movie. Like we, we saw all the evidence already. We don't need it laid out like this. Well, I, agree, yeah. I agree with well, that
2: one hundred percent. Yeah.
0: I, I but I do I, while we're while we're um, sort of like beating this uh, this monologue apart, um, oh. <laughs> I do I do want to give credit to the script of like a little bit that I do like, uh, oh, which yeah. which unfortunately is, is not something that we get to see uh, because it's part of a little the little bit that's cut of that line that which uh-huh. was the only line. <laughs> um, so so after um, when she says so I can see Peter Parker's face one more time, Peter doesn't say uh, like he says in the movie, I think he says, really? Yeah. Um, uh, and, and he, in the, in the script, he says my face. Uh, and, <laughs> and, and then MJ says sometimes what you want, blah, 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 that whole thing. And then at the end of that, it just says, it, it says in the action, this is blowing his mind. <laughs> yeah, I, Which, saw that too. I, I just think that's really cute. I like that. I don't know. That
1: is, uh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Really? Uh, yeah. And it's I guess the um craft uh, equivalent in the final uh, edit is that when he finally says, like, really there, uh, that's when the music comes back in. Mm-hmm. It's like, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and,
0: uh, but uh, oh, and I have I have a question for you, Zach, because oh. I see this technique used all the time. In, oh. in in acting. And I mm. want to know if there's like a, an actual sort of like acting phrase for what Kirsten Dunst is doing here. Oh, um, okay. But there's this bit where she kind of like grabs his face and steps forward and then starts moving her eye line between his eyeballs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What um. what is that? Actors do this all the time, and I and it's always when they're crying. Or, or very intensely looking at someone, and I don't understand what it is or yeah. why it's happening, and it feels very unnatural because I never see anyone do it in real life.
1: Well, it's uh, it, I don't think there's a specific like name for this as a, as a technique, but there, if you look up like um, Michael Caine's uh, like series about uh, acting for film, he touches on um, focus on eyes and things like that a lot, and that like generally when you want to seem like you. Are firm in your convictions and you know what you're doing you choose one eye to look at and uh try to minimize blinking and movement as much as possible like you hold more power in the frame when you don't blink and when you have a, a steady gaze and we have our steadiest gaze when you just pick somebody's eye and so generally you pick the eye that's um how do i phrase this not downstage but like that will align you more with the camera uh mm-hmm. so like in a more in a, in a version of the scene where she's like telling him something very serious she would want to look into his left eye because um, it's a little closer to the lens and mm-hmm. hold on that and so we're, and you won't get that shuddering effect in that so but in moments where people are overcome with emotion or uh, overwhelmed and whatnot um it, it's just a human thing I don't know what it is we tend to start to gaze back and forth between people's eyes I think it's because we're um looking for the answer in them to see if we're being you know uh received there but it is it is usually generally a um a subconscious thing that you're doing uh Mm. when you could just get caught up in the moment i don't think i don't think there's anybody that uh makes an active choice to do it. it's more that you either choose to be still or you stop thinking about it and then your eyes roam um and i think we're more likely to in those those heightened moments of you know fear or uh like ugh, confessionals and love and whatnot, but yeah, you pay, pay attention to it, but I don't have a name for it, I guess. <laughs> hmm. All right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Michael um, Caine. Michael Caine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's a, the, the famous example. I think it's like on YouTube. You can find is he get, he um, does one scene without keeping control of his eye contact where he does a bit of blinking and whatnot. And he says, and he says, but if I just like focus, i just keep going and i don't blink and i just keep going and he like improvises this weird little like chant mantra where he just keeps saying the phrase and i just keep going while he's looking in somebody's <laughs> eye and like the camera <laughs> zooms in on him and it's so it's so hilarious because he's just saying gibberish but you do feel like oh wow like he's really powerful instead of weak <laughs> in the scene so when people are giving up their power that's when their eyes tend to shift more i guess oh,
2: interesting yeah,
0: hmm. yeah yeah well uh john any any final thoughts on uh on this movie before we let you go
2: hmm i don't know if i really have any final thoughts um mm-hmm. i just wanted to rag on this dialogue a little bit yeah. so <laughs> really what i came here to do but uh <laughs> as far as final thoughts for the movie i just say i can't wait to talk about the next one yeah fair Aw. enough
0: well said yeah, fair wow. enough um all right well uh why don't you tell everybody one last time where they can find you
2: well, you can find my show Alien Minute at alienminute.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Alien Minute Pod. Uh, you can come over to iTunes at pretty much any podcatcher. You can find us there. Um, also, mm-hmm. my show ABC Devo. You can find us at abcdevo.com and follow us on Twitter at ABC Devo. Beautiful. How many
0: songs in that catalog?
2: Oh, God, I can't remember right offhand. Oh, okay. It's going to take exactly one year, doing two songs okay. a week. We have two songs a week on a regular feed, and then we have a Patreon feed where we do all the non-studio release stuff that's exactly the same amount of weeks. So it's weird. They have the same output, (laughs) uh, unofficial (laughs) output, as they did official output. So it'll take one year to do the show. We are two months in, I believe. That's very cool. Yeah.
0: Um, All right. Well, uh, thanks for joining us these past few days, and uh, we'll look forward to having you back on uh, Spider-Man 2. Um, for a uh, uh, a scene more uh, in 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 your uh, oeuvre, uh, <laughs> sure, so to speak. So, so. Um, all right. Well, uh, we will be back tomorrow with uh, episode one fourteen. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.